0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Federal Trade Commission declines to investigate PBMs, rising labor and supply costs eat into hospitals' operating margins, and provider groups push back against canceling a Medicare payment demonstration. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. Friday, February 18th, and I'm Alex Olgin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. One note for listeners, there will be no podcast episode on Monday, February 21st, but we'll be back on Tuesday, the 22nd, with GIST Healthcare co-founders Chaz Rhodes and Lisa Belamovich for the second conversation in our series about the growing popularity of the platform business model in healthcare. The fight over Medicare's direct contracting model escalated this week, as provider groups are urging the Department of Health and Human Services not to cancel the demonstration. Progressive Democrats like Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren and Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal from Washington State argue that the program, which allows providers, insurers, and other companies to take partial or full risk on a panel of Medicare beneficiaries, is further privatizing Medicare and allowing insurers and other corporate interests to profit off patients. The direct contracting program is the successor to the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Innovations Next Generation Accountable Care Organization model, which ended last year. More than 200 healthcare organizations, including the National Association for Accountable Care Organizations and several health systems who support the direct contracting model, sent a letter to Secretary Javier Becerra imploring his agency to consider changes like limiting participation to provider led entities or adding more patient protections, rather than ending the program. Supporters also warn that canceling a demonstration partway through could damage CMMI's reputation and discourage groups from participating in future models. The first round of 53 entities started participating in the model last year. CMMI hasn't announced this year's participants, even though the program was supposed to have kicked off already. Rising supply and labor costs weighed on hospitals last quarter, as three of the largest health systems disclosed during financial reports this week. Chicago-based 140-hospital system Common Spirit and Dallas-based 51-hospital system Baylor, Scott & White reported labor costs rose about 12% over the last few months of 2021, as many hospitals increased salaries and benefits and heavily relied on expensive contract labor during the Omicron surge. As consulting firm Kaufman Hall found in its latest National Hospital Flash report from January, as supply and labor expenses rose last year, hospitals are spending about 25% more per adjusted discharge than they did pre-pandemic. This is hitting health system margins, just as federal COVID relief is ending. This week, 39 hospital system Kaiser Permanente also reported that rising labor and supply costs led its operating margin to shrink to 0.7% about a third of what it was in 2020. Nonetheless, the Oakland-based integrated system had its most profitable year in 2021, bringing in more than $8.1 billion in net income. The Federal Trade Commission will not be studying how the highly concentrated pharmacy benefit manager, or PBM, market is impacting independent pharmacies and drug prices. PBMs act as intermediaries between pharmacies and prescription drug plans. United Health Group's OptumRx, CVS Health's Caremark, and Cigna-owned Express Grips together have almost 80% of the market. Critics have accused PBMs of raising drug prices through opaque pricing and rebate models. The four FTC commissioners were split on whether to study the competitive impact on PBMs contracting and reimbursement practices during a meeting Thursday. The two who voted against the study said they would consider supporting a future one that's more focused on consumers. Independent pharmacies have claimed that PBM consolidation has resulted in such low reimbursements for prescriptions that they're losing money and in many places having to close. Frustrated by the lack of transparency around drug prices, newer players have entered the market. Last year, Dallas Mavericks owner and billionaire Mark Cuban launched a generic drug company and PBM, and so did the purchaser business group on health both with the promise of charging a flat fee for expenses and passing along the rest of the savings to employers. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.